the Chai Coms, they're coming in. They've already bought out all of Silicon Valley. Look at Tim Cook, that guy's eyes. He's clearly on drugs. Do you think that there is like a general trend in long-term relationships of the guy getting whipped over time? I think it depends on what part of the world you're living in, but in America, yes. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it depending on where you are. You mean just because of the effect of certain religions on marriage dynamics and gender dynamics and stuff? No, I think like the effects of population on gender dynamics, culture too. I, like I don't know personally, but what, from what I've heard, Japan, it seems to be very hard to like find a dude that's interested. So if a dude is interested, then there's a lot of women to be found. Jeez, that's crazy. Well, because I thought, I mean, so many of the Japanese men now stay inside and don't really socially interact at all. I figured it was because they were, like they didn't have high hopes, not because they didn't care. You've kind of heard that it's the opposite, where it's just they're so, like, socially inept that uh, women are just, like, fawning over, you know, anyone. Jeez. You want to go to Japan, dude? Kind of, yeah. You know, I'm in the Midwest where everybody is 20 pounds heavier than they should be, and they think they're the shit. It's true. Yeah, Japan would be the polar opposite. Total respectful population, very healthy, great citizens, no trash anywhere. Yeah, it's like the polar opposite of America culturally. I've been with my partner for two years now, and I feel as if I have to constantly just not only tread water, but swim upstream a little bit. It's just easy to like let one thing happen after another. And I mean, these things happen like without you even really thinking about it, like getting, you know, losing freedoms or opportunities to do certain things. Like first you move in, then you get married, then, you know, you start to have roots and all of a sudden it's like impossible to do a lot of things you would want to do. That's why I think the move is to stay engaged forever. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to fly with anyone because, you know, the engagement process is all about planning for a wedding. Eh, I mean, I think she would prefer it to not getting married. Like when very early on, I said up front I wouldn't get married because I feel like it's wrong to take years of someone's time and then like let that out later. And she's fine with that. So I feel like if she's fine with that, she should be fine with permanent engagement. Does that include just like a really gaudy ring to just constantly be like, I'm engaged? Yeah, why not? I mean, that would be like all the good stuff from marriage without any of the bad. Because a big part of the engagement is flexing that you are engaged and that you're doing all this stuff. True. So why not do that forever? Plus like fiance, that's a much better thing to call someone than husband or wife. It's much more interesting. Definitely is a lot more exciting. It's got momentum to it. Whereas husband has just bleak finality i guess it could confuse the shit out of people though we'd have to like not really announce it yeah i think like once you start posting on social media you, you gotta stop after a year you can't just keep posting i've also talked to a lot of older guys who are super negative on marriage which i always find really interesting like there are a ton of guys i guess i haven't had like a huge sample size but there are a ton of guys who are like yeah honestly marriage i don't know if it's worth it at the end of the day i don't know if i would do it over again and even like i mean there are also a lot of guys sadly who are just like checked out of their families and don't give a shit like dads on their phones just checked out is that because those people have already failed i've already had a failed marriage and that's why they're like that though i mean i think of it as bigger than just the marriage i think of it as like the life ambition because mm. i don't know i mean men and women have completely different imperatives so for women, it makes perfect sense to make to set 
these parts of life like partner, spouse, job, set those up early in life, get going and get committed, start a family. That's like the telos, that's the goal. But for a guy, the goal is much less defined and he kind of has to figure out what his purpose is, what he wants to do. And I don't see a ton of guys doing that deep introspection, especially in the US. I see them going down kind of cookie cutter routes, winding up married because they think that's the thing they're supposed to do. They think that's the next step. And then just kind of like questioning what they're even doing, what their life is about, hating themselves. And then obviously like the family's gonna respond to that. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on the person. You know, it's like, I don't think you should look at it as an end all, you know, if you're a man, like, I don't think it should impede your ambition anyway. I guess once you get settled with kids and bills, it's different. Well, and also like a huge part of your motivational system is the desire to have sex. That's true. You're trying to become awesome and do things ultimately to make yourself more attractive. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, a lot of guys probably wouldn't cop to that, but I think that is behind. Oh, it's like 90% of why the world spins. Or nothing without it. Right. And so, yeah, like, guaranteed, if you are committed to one person for life, I mean, most marriages end in divorce, which is the main reason I, to begin with, decided I didn't want to get married, because marriage is said to represent commitment and all this stuff. Two-thirds of them end in divorce. So what really is it? Like 50% of this supposed lifelong commitment does not last. So I think a big part of what's going on is that um, a lot of people that end up getting together younger get divorced because now we're trending towards people that are older getting together. They kind of know themselves and they know their partner. But what's even bigger than that is that they're no longer making drastic changes in their social status. Whereas I think if you're if you're both in your early 20s, there's a lot of potential to go either way. And if and if there's a drastic change in the dynamic, it's going to ruin the relationship, no matter what. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say no matter what. I mean, I definitely think there are couples who can ride that wave. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I still think there are all types of relationships. I mean, there are tons of stay-at-home dads now. There are obviously still tons of stay-at-home moms. Just the idea that people could even make a lifelong commitment is kind of crazy to me. Like, you're a completely different person at even 30 than 20, let alone 40 versus 20. Yeah, that's very true. Like, how many friends do you have that you've known since you were very young that you're still, like, very close with? Friends, like, I do think there's more room for you to be radically different people just because you are deciding, like, which side of yourself the friendship is based on, you know? Like, you could have a friend that you do X with, you could have a friend that you talk about Y with, but a marriage, it's kind of everything. Like, you have to be able to connect to all parts of the other person, and you have to actually learn who the other person really is. Because, like, obviously there's so much inauthenticity in our culture that you often don't learn that for a while with someone. Yeah, that's very true. And um, kind of a huge bummer, you know, it's really easy to misrepresent yourself, especially like now with everybody being on like dating apps. Oh, yeah. Can, oh, God, I can't even imagine how much worse it's gotten. I mean, they can put, you know, pictures that kind of swing their personality one way and then you meet them and then it's not that way at all. I mean, a lot of your the people that you match with probably just send you like a link to their OnlyFans. 
that's a big part of it yeah now that it's the pandemic everyone's trying to like promote their brand or promote their only fans like i'm not you know how easy it is to get pussy on the internet just go on google images why do i need to buy your only fans that's insane that is like especially insane on top of something that i already thought was insane which is people paying at all for porn yeah like subscriptions to porn sites all this stuff yeah i don't know though like it's it's really like guys fault that this is happening they're pretty stupid and they fall for a lot of stupid shit yeah it's back to that it's back to that motivation thing like it could go either way you know if if they're not willing to work on themselves then they're just desperate and they're just the hell spend money or whatever it's gonna be i don't know man i was super high this weekend and i was at the mcdonald's at the train station mid-afternoon and i saw this dude he was in front of me in line and he ordered like a small order just a wild looking dude like out of shape super pasty but it wasn't just that he had like this weird mullet thing going where like the front of his hair had fallen out but he still had long hair in the back and then he had ultra long fingernails like coming an inch out but they weren't like styled or anything it wasn't like a goth look no, it wasn't like filed and painted. It was just unkept. And I was like, well, this dude's never getting laid. <laughs> There's no chance. Yeah. I mean, this is what's happening to people in 2020. Um, Stratification. Separation of the people who are going to get all the pussy and the people who are, you know, getting locked into a life pussyless. And then, you know, the middle with some trickle down Reaganomics. But other than that, that's it. Yeah, it's getting more extreme because, like, it. I do think the situation presents two paths and the dopamine cycles, like choosing whether to use your dopaminergic system to improve yourself and go on a journey, accomplish something meaningful, is getting more and more rare because it's so fucking easy to just satiate yourself all day. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, but I guess that just gets into how the world is like falling to shit, which we've already talked about. Yeah. But yeah, man, dating in a pandemic, like I never know where to go. Cause, so you are taking girls places now? Things are open enough? Well, like I'll, you know, invite them over and then they'll be upset because they'll be like, oh, you're just trying to sleep with me. And I'm like, well, where the fuck am I going to take you? All the bars are closed. We could wait outside. It's 30 degrees out. Yeah. Or you could just be like, yes, I am. <laughs> is it rough? I mean, is it like, do you feel like dating is actively bad now or worse? Or is it a mixed bag? Oh, it's definitely worse. Like 2019 was great. And 2020 is not nearly that, um, you know, doing maybe a quarter of my numbers. Imagine how hard it is for the girl who messaged you first thing whether you supported Trump. That's happened a couple times. Really? A couple? Yeah. Um, there was one that I was seeing, like, I had seen her, like, three or four times at this point. And then she goes, listen, before we go any further, who are you voting for? And I'm like, we've seen each other four times. Should this be a deal breaker? No, nah, man, that one piece of information is more information about you than... You know, four uh, hours plus of being in your presence. For whatever reason, they brought up Donald Trump and how he's the worst person ever. 
in history, worse than any person who's ever, you know, raped a ton of people or killed a ton of people or anything that tons of people have done in history. The worst person in history. And I was like, well, that's aggressive. He can't be. There's a lot of bad people in history. And I was like, I'll venture as far as to say that he's not even the worst president. Like, we just had George W. Bush. The senseless wars, man. That stuff is inexcusable based on a lie. Yeah. And yeah, Trump voted against it. <laughs> he's done a lot. And uh, no, they're like, listen, Trump puts kids in cages. He's the worst person ever. You are wrong. And that was it. That was the whole thing. That's rough. You should have stuck with that witch you met. Uh, I've met a couple witches. Which one? Jeez, every time I mention an experience you've had, you're like, oh, that happens all the time. I was thinking of the one that you talked with about DMT that you said was a legit witch. You've met multiple, like, genuine witches? I have met multiple witches. I've met vampires. I've met a lot of creatures of the night in my you Okay, know, so you, met, you met a crazy guy who called himself a vampire? No, no, I met a woman um, on Tinder. Um, she had fangs. She showed up with fangs. We met at night at a bar. Did you just yeah. meet her because you're like, this is too interesting? Yeah, I was like, of course I'm going to meet a vampire. <laughs> so she had vampire fangs. She had purple hair. You know, it was the whole goth look, super pale. Yeah, I mean, I guess she's already pretty out there and far gone if she's, you know, a 24-7 witch. But I feel like that's how you go out there. That's how you get, you lose. But yeah, why is Bill Gates like the nexus of... The conspiracy theories he seems to be the shadowy figure everyone assumes is doing the evil things i think it's because he's got like a ted talk from a couple years back when he's like america's not prepared for any type of viral pandemic and people just assume that because he it's not even a prediction he's just saying that we're ill-equipped to handle you know a mass outbreak of anything and people just assume that that means that you know he's concocting something yeah, people, it seems like people were pretty hasty on villainizing him. But he is responsible for creating a ton of vaccines. He is also a, the biggest supporter of the World Health Organization, like basically in control of it, right? Which we now know is a corrupt organization supporting the Chinese government. Basically, man. That's one conspiracy where I... The Chai Coms, they're coming in. They've already bought out all of Silicon Valley. Look at Tim Cook, that guy's eyes. He's clearly on drugs. Is that your Alex Jones? Yeah. <laughs> you think it's crazy that Steve Jobs only did acid twice? Or that's what he told people? Is it? Yeah, that is crazy. He's definitely done it way more than that. Everyone in Silicon Valley does psychedelics all the time. I mean, it was the 60s. You would assume he did it every weekend. Yeah, but they're doing it even more now, or at least just as much. Oh, for sure. Because, like, microdosing, I don't think was a thing back in the day. Yeah. The culture is all about complaining now, but there's a lot of nuance as to what complaining is allowed. That's true. The culture is all about complaining. Yeah, but it has to be the right complaining from the right people. Yeah, what about men? When do men get to complain? <laughs> <laughs> What about men? Probably right around the time we start receiving compassion and right around the time we're viewed as humans. Sometime around then. Oh, that'll never happen again. That's over. The future is female.
Do you think there'll ever come a time in the distant future where there are no men? Where, because, like, we can just synthetically engineer humans, we don't need reproduction. And so it's just women going, going forward. Because if I'm a scientist and I discover how to engineer humans, you know I'm just going to make women. I'm not going to make other dudes. Isn't it weird that more people aren't talking like this? Like, I feel comfortable doing it because we're Namir Osdell and Leo Gates on this podcast, but no one's... So people are reverting to tribalism, and we're stuck in these huge tribes of left and right. I feel like that's not really sustainable. It's going to splinter further. It has to. Yeah, in 1984, Reagan got every state other than Minnesota. I think I told you that. That would never, ever, ever happen now. Because, like, fundamentally, I think people would say we're Americans first and then Democrats or Republicans second. But now I think it's we are our party first and then, you know. Yeah. Like That's we're definitely more, what it is, whether or not they would say that. It's, it's become we're more different than we are alike when it used to be we're more... Like, we agree on most things. Now it's like, no, we don't. We disagree on most things. Right. And disagree in such a fundamental way that it can disqualify you from considering dating someone, that it can, you know, it's justification to call the person, you know, to make a moral judgment on them as a whole. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously crazy. Like, it's ridiculous that people are thinking this way, but they are. How long will they? Can, it, can that even go on for, like, a decade? Because, like, I find myself often befuddled at the patterns of communication of people and why they are what they are and thinking they have to change and develop but they seem to do so very slow or they're entrenched in whatever they're doing and whoever they're doing it with and it just gets reinforced every time they're over there that's true that's why we need the great reset maybe it's the great reset elites are planning a global reset where like all the structures of how society was get discarded and people start anew under like new rules and it like I, I guess the idea is to be sustainable and here's why i think that's crazy why would the elites want to change anything ever they're already the elites well they have to change things constantly to stay the elites people wake up the elites have no real power so the elites power depends on people staying asleep and concerning themselves with smaller things if everyone gets concerned with these bigger things, no small group should be able to retain power over the masses. What about like their tangible power? Like the companies they run? I don't know. I think there are gonna be big shifts that are hard to foresee, but big shifts that can render those less impactful. I definitely think the current elites and the current structures of power are gonna get thrown to the winds in our lifetime. I think that's fairly accurate. I think that's happened every lifetime right yeah yeah it's not an outrageous bet i don't know it's hard to know like what framework to even use to talk about what's going to happen it's just speculation but i think like the oh, sure. the split is the most promising one so far because the technological trends are unstoppable i don't know i guess the way we wouldn't notice is if things go really calm again like if the lockdowns stop in 2021 and everyone kind of gets behind biden as just like an, another boring president. Oh, I'll stop recording, I guess.